everybody, welcome to Media Review Pod, a variety podcast of discussions, opinions, and interviews focusing on the entertainment side of media. My name is Richard Santiago, and with me again is the Time Lord himself, the Overseer, the Android? I hope not. It's JC Chang! Welcome back, man. Hey, Richard. Happy 4th of July. Happy 4th of July to you as well. Doing me fun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we had some fun. We had some fun. As a matter of fact, uh, to the people out there, we wanted to bring this podcast to you earlier, but we had plans for the holiday, and, well, here we are. Um, so, yeah, we, we did some grilling. We, uh, we had some fun with the family. What about you, man? I did a road trip to, uh, to the Northeast, so that was really fun. Um, hit up, I think, 11 cities, and... Uh, Within six days, so wow. so that was great, and I didn't get pruned, so I was supposed to do uh. that road trip, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or you at least didn't get kidnapped, right? There you go. Yeah. So far, so good. All right, so so let's let's just start this. We're gonna talk about Loki, and here's a spoiler warning: if you guys haven't seen up until episode four, we're gonna spoil everything. And anything that comes up, if we need to talk about WandaVision or if we need to talk about um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we'll also do that. Those are done, so we'll probably spoil those as well. And uh, so let's just get the this ball rolling. I uh, let's let's start with with episode three. And I just want to say that I I I really liked this episode because it it was just them two talking it was this new character uh sylvie right and loki just hashing out their thing their um they had some some trouble in the beginning and then we start learning that they're they have some similarities they also have some differences and all in all i think that episode was a, a great character developing episode I, I read online, many people were complaining that it was boring, that nothing happened, but I I just felt that it was like a like a playsetter, just moving the pieces around and also a way for us to learn more about this new character and more about Loki as well. Um it was it was personal as well when uh when loki got drunk and he started singing that very melancholic song that was also very happy as well it it was telling it was telling um sort of what he was feeling at that time and and what he's been feeling since he got there to to the tva uh so so i really i really enjoyed that part of the episode it also i don't know about you but it to me it felt like uh like a bottle episode do you know what the term is? Bottle episode? Yeah, it was like it's, it's self-contained. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, yeah, even um, though we're we're in uh Lamentis and yep. it's 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 a it's a moon and um right, it's a moon. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh and it's this very vast uh space. It felt small. It felt it felt very very personal. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we just spend time with these two characters, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that part of the episode. Sophie's fantastic. I think that oh, character, e- even, even, even just being in in these two episodes, if you're not, if you don't count the, the you know, the tail end of the last one, 
of the episode two. Um, I I think I think the way that they first of all introduced her, and now they've been able to develop this character, is is very one economical. It works really well, and it's a nice counterpart to who we know as Loki. Because I, right. I think that she's kind of bringing out the best in him, even mm-hmm. though, yep. even though, you know, they're fighting and all of that. But I think, I think that the, at least for now, she's she's kind of brought out the best in him. Uh, what, what 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 about you? What do you think? Episode three. I thought it was a great episode. I know that interesting enough online, it was kind of panned as um, the. Worst episode of the series so far, but I, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, just because exactly like you said, right? We got to spend this intimate time with, you know, Sylvie and Loki um, and be able to kind of see their dynamic grow and that relationship grow. Yeah. Uh, and you have this opportunity to kind of see a, a more, I guess, personal side of Loki that you don't, you have, you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Um in in the movies and uh and you know the scene was absolutely fantastic uh tom hiddleston definitely has got a great voice um (laughs) and and you know just you could kind of see the sorrow in him um and yeah and and i know there's a lot of theories after that which is like oh you know is is sylvie enchanting loki this whole time or is loki enchanting sylvie this whole time so that was kind of fun but it turned out wasn't the case so i i kind of like that it was it actually happened and they were kind of stuck in this, you know, situation where they felt like there might not have been a way out, obviously, until episode four, mm-hmm. uh, when we saw that, you know, when they finally touched each other and, you know, and uh, they created the Nexus <laughs> and event. Built a connection. Right. Yeah. Um, then the TVA found them and they were able to be extracted from this situation. So when but... you say when you say when you say people thought she was enchanting Loki. Because I remember last yeah. time you told me about this character Enchantress, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so they thought that that she was creating some false reality in his mind. Is that it? Mm-hmm, right. So you know, there wasn't a, a kind of an explanation of how enchanting worked until um, the most recent episode. So up until that point, you know, it was I guess you could think that there was a possibility that she was creating everything for him to see. Uh, okay. Um, but okay. in episode four, obviously, they talked about. Yeah, she yeah. was saying that. Yeah, I could, I can only show people things that have. Yeah, happened. they actually spelled it out. She she literally right. said, "I can't create, right, something from nothing. I use what what you have there, and I show it to you, right? And, right, and exactly. I work with that. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but I know, like you know, that was a theory. Like, oh, who's maybe Loki's enchanting her? Because like there was a focus on the whole, you know, spells and enchantment, mm-hmm. right? Where he was asking her about it, so. Yeah, um, yeah, it's possible that he was pulling one over on her, but that wasn't the case. Which I was kind of glad, you know. Like I said, you're kind of in this moment with them <clears throat> instead of this being a whole illusion, uh, which I thought was great. Um, I guess uh, the the whole um, planet, honestly, and the whole situation, you know, where they show up. There's that the lady in that trailer because uh, you know they remember they were looking for the power source in yeah. order to yeah. power up their. Um, their uh, time gadgets. I forgot the actual yeah, name. The of iPad. It. Um, the iPad. Yeah, like the, the time pads. <laughs> there you go. Um, with a lowercase i. <laughs> um, and so basically, uh, they were able to, you know, find this 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 woman 
who's sitting there, you know, with his gun and basically it was very, very Doctor Who-ish, right? So that's kind of what happens in Doctor Who. You're all of a sudden on these on these planets and different environments, but then you have these characters that are very reminiscent of some of these other, you know, Western movies or whatnot. We have like the lone gunman or something like mm-hmm. that. This lady, which is there. Um, and it was really funny to see uh, Loki try to pull one over on her, you know, like, <laughs> and she's like, nope. My my real husband isn't isn't that tender and nice, so I know you're a fake. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I I like the way that this this show mixes comedy. I I think in the entire MCU has comedy sprinkled around it, and I I think they have been able to to massage uh, comedy into every script in a very organic way uh especially with with loki he's he's always i mean tom hiddleston tom hiddleston is great so it's it's part his charisma as an actor and the words that they give him to say uh the way the way he interprets them and uh and acts it's it's i think it it works it's a very good pairing um so so there what 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 about lamentis were you were you convinced? Because this is this is probably my biggest gripe with the episode. I felt it just was too much CG, and maybe the budget wasn't enough. It sometimes felt like, um, like veering into uh, Sci-Fi Channel um, a territory in terms of VFX. It, uh, I don't know. It just felt. Uh, some sometimes it just felt too maybe green screen in the background. I don't know if they were projecting the LEDs like they do in the Mandalorian. I have no idea how they how, how they were doing the production, but it just felt too fake, uh, too fake. Um, and I say and I, this I know this is a fantasy show. It's it's supposed to be fake, but I'm just talking about the effects per se. Not the story. I mean, I know everything's fake. It just, uh, I don't know. It just felt too too green screenish for me, right? Um, and let me see. I, I the other the other thing that I liked about this episode is all the seeds that were planted, because we have we have so many questions. We have who is the TVA? We have. Who the the hunters and the rest of the people who work for the TVA? Who are they? Um, are they actually variants? Is that true? What Sophie's saying? Uh, what is Sophie's plan? It's it's still unclear. And the fact that maybe the ultimate trickster, which is Loki, has been tricked, right? The the liar got lied to by the TVA, and probably everybody else around him. So, I. I really like that part of of this episode. Um, the other thing that was kind of weird for me was the Warner. You know what I'm talking about? That last shot of the episode. Yeah, and yeah, it kind of fell out of place. But I mean, I I know they were trying to make it cool. Yeah, or, I mean, it's and like, like you I, said, right? They had I like a good one CGI. Yeah, yeah I I, li- so. I like a good Warner. <laughs> I'm actually a sucker for Warners. I think when they're executed right. They make, they work wonders for the story. I'm thinking about True Detective, 
and I'm thinking about um, an Argentinian film called The Secret in Their Eyes. Mm-hmm. They have really excellent oners. Even even um, Daredevil, the Marvel uh, uh, Netflix show. Yeah, the hallway fight. Yeah, and and that's yeah. great. I mean, this this oner doesn't even come close to that. <laughs> so yeah, it, it was it was uh, it was part the CG. And it was also that it felt a little too choreographed at times. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the effect of the Warner, and I can appreciate what they're trying to do. I can also appreciate the entire production because there is a bunch of logistical stuff that have to happen. Uh, right. You have a bunch of extras running around. You have the camera moving from side to side, following these actors. They have to hit their mark. And, and I get it. It just felt too choreographed. For for my taste, for my taste. Yeah. Um, but you know the rest of the episode I think was fantastic. So, that's that's where I stand. Um, yeah, and also had the the big reveal which I haven't talked about yet, which was is Loki is is bisexual, which is right. Great, you know, representation for the LGBTQ community for such a huge character to to you know be be uh be bisexual and also they definitely leaned into it with the colors i don't know if you noticed that like the 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 color scheme of the entire episode was actually based on the um the bisexual uh flag uh so okay which is you know red blue i think and purple, purple. so that yeah, yeah. It's like a food so they, they definitely hit it on the nose uh the i believe the director uh not the director what's the director or one of the show creators she was saying that you know that was all done on purpose so that was really cool and um yeah, it's 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 fantastic. I know, like that's something that fans have been speculating for a long time, but you know, it's nice to have it confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Well, this entire show felt like a fireplace type of scene. Yeah, in, yeah. Script, in, in script writing, some you have different different um, uh, conventions for for the structure of a script, and one of them mm. is a fireplace scene where you have two or three or some characters just talking and mm-hmm. you get to learn about them as characters. So that's this entire episode for me. That's that was what this entire episode was and I think I think it's great. I think I think it it works well for developing Loki, but but more more than that, I think that it worked wonders for for uh Sylvie as a character because she's new and I already like her. She's great. Right, exactly. You become invested in her pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. As new characters go, I don't think any of the. Um, well, I mean, it felt like in the previous two shows, uh, you know, WandaVision, right? That's when we got introduced or reintroduced to Monica Rambeau. Mm. I felt like you were you kind of did shift to her perspective and her point of view, but you didn't care about her as much as you know what you're seeing going on with Sylvie right now. Even though you know the show tried to expand on her backstory. Um, and in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I know that they're trying to expand on Sharon Carter and that just didn't go as well either. So <laughs> let's um, not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's fantastic. I hope she sticks around. I mean, um, it would be terrible if they kill her off, <laughs> but, uh, but we'll see what happens. All right. So let's move on to episode four. Um, and this, this episode right off the bat you start it's it's another one of those scenes 
that tells you a little bit more about the character, but it's it also plants these seeds of what what the hell is going on? Because you see Ravana, and she's one of the hunters now, and this was in the past. So so she's we're assuming that she's variant as well. Mm-hmm. But now in the present, or what we we assume is the present, she's probably the highest up, right? She's the highest ranking officer there, as far as we know. Because she's the only one right. who has contact with, uh, quote-unquote, timekeepers, right? Yeah. And and then, and then, so what does this little girl do? Was she just playing in the wrong place? Uh, or, I don't know, did she grab the wrong ship? And I think she... it goes deeper than that. I think the fact that... Um... So the whole the whole premise of the of of Loki as a character, right? In the first episode, they're basically saying your point of life is to make other people better and to cause death and destruction, which is what you know um, Owen Wilson's character told told mm. to Loki. Yeah, and um, but it's interesting because you saw when Sylvie as a child was dragged into the TVA and being processed. Um, and there was someone else being processed at the same time. She showed a lot of care for that person. Yeah. Right. Which is very uncharacteristic of Loki to actually show that much empathy um, and care for another human being other than, than, than himself or herself in this mm-hmm. case. So I think that might've been it, which is you are that, that she's a Loki variant who actually isn't, you know, selfish and all about herself, but rather, is about is actually a good person and that's why she doesn't she 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 does she can't she doesn't fit into the master timeline um which is which would be pretty deep if that's that's how it is but i think i think that's what they're hinting at right so it'll be it'll be exciting to see how they resolve that yeah and if we i I love to see more flashback scenes because that was a great way to open this episode just to her you know going through the the steps that um that Loki, our Loki, went through in the beginning. Right, yeah. And then, so so this episode also does this switch with with uh, the character of Ravana. And I think, I think her relationship with, um, with Mobius has been really well developed so by the time that 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 time that that change comes with Rogue One, we're all, we're already well i was already kind of sus with her so so it didn't surprise me when that change came but um i think their their relationship uh ravonas and mobius's relationship has been mm-hmm. developed to a point where when that change comes and she says uh prune him we kind of feel for him we 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 say well at least I did, I I felt yeah. I felt I felt for him, um, because he he also felt kind of betrayed when he when he found out the truth, um, and we also see in this character in this in this uh, episode where characters are starting to open their eyes and see what the TVA actually is. We have um, Hunter B fifteen. We see we see this payoff where um, she was touched by Sophie, and now she's remembering. Now we know why uh, Hunter 
what was it? C20? C20? Yeah, she was she was saying that it's all real, it's all real. Yeah. Her past life. Yes, it's that's all real. Now it makes sense. Um and this episode, episode four, also was able to kind of give us a redemption for Loki. He was able to come to grips with what he's done, who he is, and how he could change. Right up until right, the, yep. right up until the moment before he's uh, completely disintegrated. Yep. Uh, and going back to B fifteen, boy. One me Masaku, I'm sorry if I'm butchering her name, but oh my god, what a phenomenal actress she is! Like, yeah. she's amazing the way that she played B15, right? Before you know, she saw the quote unquote truth in her past, mm -hmm. like, was completely stoic, completely dedicated to the job, right? As all these other TVA agents were, yeah. But then finally, you see that injection of humanity, and her performance completely changes to be more human to be more relatable rather than this cold you know uh soldier you mm -hmm. know and and i i thought that was fantastic yeah i i, I welled up i i immediately <laughs> almost cried but uh that was such a powerful performance did you see um lovecraft country no i haven't all right I know she's, I, that's something i definitely need to watch she's, she's from lovecraft country she's part of the cast yes okay she's one of the most interesting characters in that show Hmm. Let me tell you that. And yeah, she's amazing. She's amazing. All right. Yeah. I know that it wasn't renewed for a second season apparently. Yeah, unfortunately. I yeah, that that kind of gutted me. Mm. I really really like that show. And unfortunately, that's the business, man. Yeah. That's, it sucks. Well, I guess that means I could I could go watch it now cuz I normally I'm trying not to watch too many ongoing shows, you know, that you get yeah. super invested. You're like, "Oh my god, you got to wait for the next season." Mm -hmm. And uh, it's already bad enough with Loki, you know. You're <laughs> like, oh, what the heck, you know. We haven't even got to that cliffhanger ending. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And um But if you get yeah. a, if you get a chance, if you get a chance, I highly recommend Yeah, all right. Uh, Lovecraft Country. It's uh it's a it's an interesting examination of race mm -hmm. uh, with, with a horror background with, right uh, yeah. yeah yeah you have uh yeah cosmic horror like uh yeah yeah so anyway anyway back to loki back to loki um i also want to touch on, on on the fact that mobius was disintegrated we don't know where he's going uh at first you think all right well he's done and i i i kind of saw it coming for I don't know, like the maybe the last time that he spoke to Ravana, mm -hmm. I said, "All right, this guy's gonna he's gonna get it, he's gonna get it." And sure enough, he goes back to Loki. He comes out, and there she is. And I, I go, "All right, this is it. This this is this is the end for uh, McQueen." And sure enough, yeah, he's gone. So my question to you is: Is he coming back? If he comes back. Um, is it gonna be the same Mobius, or is it gonna be another version, another another variant of him? Um, I I really like Owen Wilson in this show. I think he he's a a nice counterbalance to Loki. Any scenes that they are that they are together, it's it's great. It's it's uh I don't know. It's they have a really good chemistry together. 
So I'm really hoping that he comes back. Of course, after Loki got banished as well, once once that happened to Loki, I said, all right, well, there's a chance. There's a chance where Mobius comes back. Um, yeah. I mean, so after, I mean, Lo- after Loki got, well, at the time, we don't know he got banished. We know we thought he was dead, right? Because right, they, yeah. Burning at the, up to this point, you think it's it being killed, yeah, right? Dead. Being removed from the timeline permanently. But obviously that wasn't the case with that end credit scene when Loki woke up and he saw three, three. At first I thought it was three different variants. <clears throat> and I noticed the crocodile. We have yes. a crocodile Loki to look forward to in the next episode. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so it's funny. I wonder if like, you know, when Mobius wakes up, is he facing three other Mobiuses or maybe he's facing Lightning McQueen and, <laughs> right. and um, you know, various versions of him from, <laughs> from his career. That'd be hilarious. I don't know if you saw the meme. Did you see that meme where like it, he was surrounded by yeah, yeah. Um, Hansel? He was surrounded by uh, Lightning McQueen and, um, and I forgot his name in uh, Swingers, but you, or Wedding Crashers. Yeah. Swingers. You you sent that meme to me. Yeah. 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 Oh, I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but let's talk about that. So the very end there, we saw the different variants of the Lokis and that was, that was awesome. You know, fans of comics. Hold on, hold on, hold on. on. Before, before we get into that, and I I really want to get into that, but before we get into that, let's talk, let's talk first about the fact that Loki got disintegrated. Okay. Yes. When that happened, I said, holy shit. Yeah. This is all right. Okay. So, so Tom Hiddleston got a, a a clean out from the MCU, and we are left with a Loki, but it's Sophie, and she's gonna probably carry this on. And I had this thought for the whole of the two minutes that it took me to get to the to the <laughs> to the end credits sequence. So that was f- that for uh, even even if it lasted like two minutes for me. I think that would have been very interesting. They they uh, they got rid of Loki in a clean manner. Um, sure, there were some things that were left up in the air. Nothing that you couldn't have maybe filled in later on with either a flashback or some other time timey wimey sort of thing. Um, but the prospect of not having Tom Hiddleston and having now. Sophie as the the actual Loki was very intriguing to me. I I thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so Loki's gone, and before that, we had a very interesting scene where we see we finally see the timekeepers. The timekeepers. Mm-hmm. And I have to admit that when I <laughs> when I saw who the timekeepers were, I went. What the hell is this? I mean, they really ran out of money. They, they, <laughs> they. It, it felt so Chuck E. Cheese to me, and I, I tried to look at their lips moving, and I go, this doesn't. It looks terrible. This is, this is terrible. It was like Yoda from the original trilogy before you know Lucas enhanced it. Right. <laughs> it no, look, I, I didn't. I. I and I and I know this this is probably my my thing, right? It's it's just very personal to me. But for a show that um, that comes from the MCU, who are known to have really good CG, first Falcon and the Winter Soldier had 
something, especially that final episode had really terrible CG. <laughs> and and I was chugging it to, well, maybe they ran out of time, the pandemic, you know, all that stuff. But not with this show. I mean, up until up until Lamentis, everything looked fine. Mm-hmm. And then something happened that the CG just didn't mesh for me. And then I see these timekeepers, and they look so hokey, man. And I go, wow, this this is very very disappointing, very disappointing. Right up until they got snoked, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then and then I went, all right, okay, that makes sense. Now, now it makes sense, and okay, great. I I can understand why they look so shitty. Right. Yeah, they really leaned into that, didn't they? Yeah. I, I had the same reaction, too. One of them looked like, like the Lorax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if your kids saw that, but... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What the heck is going on? Well, uh, they saw it before me. They saw the episode before me. They, they, yeah. they, it didn't seem to bother them. Um, But it's all very Wizard of Oz kind of thing, right? It's yeah. A, it's a man behind the curtain. And, and not that I... As, as the story has been unfolding, the man behind the curtain isn't as present in my questionings, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think my questions are more leaning toward Sophie, what her plan is. Mm-hmm. Um, why was she removed from her timeline? Um, and I'm just wondering if Mobius is ever going to ride that jet ski. Those are... Those are my questions right now. If <laughs> and those are character driven, right? Yeah, exactly, so exactly. That's where the show succeeds. It's not about the MacGuffins. Like, oh, what is this MacGuffin doing? Right, and that kind of thing. It's like, all right, the the timekeeper reveal I think will be will be interesting, but it's the journey, you know, with the characters, right? Because you're you, they're they're great characters. That's and you're not kind what, of what's keeping me watching the show, mm-hmm. basically. Yep. Um, I would say what is keeping me watching a show is is definitely Crocodile Loki. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so you were you were talking about these these new uh, Lokis, Loki. The, the old Loki variants. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, fans of comics quickly saw that these different variants of the Lokis were all at some point, you know, in the comics in the flesh. So that was really cool to see. For example, <clears throat> Richard E. Grant. Oh, I can't wait to see what his Loki is like. But you know, he was in the the traditional old school Loki costume from back when he debuted in the comics, and he had the messenger bag too. That was really cool. It looked like he came out of a cosplay convention or something. Well, you know what it felt uh, like? It felt like a little bit like like when Vision um, was dressed up in, in in Halloween in that Halloween episode. Yeah. Yeah, it felt a little yeah. like 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 that because that hokey, one, yeah, because that was his his actual costume for the comics, right? For Vision, yeah, the original, yep, yeah, that was okay. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah, All right, they're so, really, uh huh, they're really leaning into the comic accurate costumes. And, and I'm 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 all for four. that. This that's 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 why this is a TV show on Disney Plus. They have the advantage of taking all this. What might seem hokey, and just 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 go crazy, just go crazy, and show me a comics thing on TV. That's and it's it's so fun. It was so fun. Just just the, those those few seconds where we saw all these different versions of Loki and this uh, Loki uh, classic, or whatever yeah. the hell he's he's called. Um, it's it's just great. And and all right, so so we have we have 
Richard E. Grant. We yep. also have the kid, right? Kid Loki, yeah, which is based on a more recent run in the comics. I think they were trying to change up the character. I didn't really follow it, so I wouldn't be able to give you too much background. Okay. But you know, his design comes straight out of the comics, so it's it's pretty cool to okay. see. And then uh and then you had, you know, the big fella Loki, um, who actually has a hammer. So I don't know, maybe that's a Loki version where uh where Loki actually is Thor or something. I don't know. Wait, and then what? But is that yeah. Mjolnir? I don't know if it's Mjolnir, to be honest, but we'll see. I guess we'll see in the next episode. But it is a hammer of some sort. If you look closely, that's what it okay, is. Okay, yeah, I need to I need to I need to watch that again. Yep. Okay, wow. And then in the background, you yeah. had basically New York, a destroyed version of it. I don't know if you noticed that. Okay, well, yeah. I was questioning what city was that. I, I thought it was just random apocalyptic apocalyptic world or I don't know. Yeah, no, if you go back and see it, you can see the Avengers Tower on the right side of the screen. Oh, okay. And some other iconic New York buildings. Right. I need so, to I need to pause that. I need to pause yeah. and, and take a good look. Right. There's a lot in that one shot. It's pretty awesome. Okay, all right. Yeah. And then the kicker, we have Crocodile Loki. Yeah, that's right. And what the hell is that all about? Cause... I have no idea. Okay. I, I, I don't right. know if there's any comic spaces for that. Maybe there's – oh, that might be for mythology. I don't know. Huh. I haven't looked that up, but I feel like it's too random of a reference to just be there. I feel oh, like it I'm, might be something. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure there's some – comics thing comics tie-in or something like that but if there is a crocodile loki is there an alligator thor (laughs) or well in the comics there was a a a frog thor i believe in like one of the what wackier episodes yeah so (laughs) so i don't know if that'll be a thing we'll see okay well all right okay all right well the sort of makes sense yeah throg i think was his name I'm not messing with you. The comics. No, no, I trust you. I trust stuff. you. I trust you. I trust you. Okay. All right. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe that's that's it. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm curious now to see what they mean if if he doesn't come with them, he'll die. Is right. it is it because they're being attacked by somebody or is it? I don't know. He has to drink some potion <laughs> to stay alive. Oh yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah, I. I really like this show. I think this last episode is my favorite of the bunch. And I of am, all the all the series so far. Yeah, yeah. I think this yeah. is this is as 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 a series as a whole. I think WandaVision is still my favorite, just mm. because of the themes that right. it 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 touches on and the way it's resolved. Um, yeah, but. I, uh, but this this last episode I think is my favorite of all the episodes from from these TV shows, just because it gives us so many payoffs that have been planted from the beginning, and um, just the prospect of what's coming up next. It's it it feels I don't know it feels like we're getting we're getting crazier. We're getting more into this um, comics craziness, which I love. And Ian, I'm not a comics reader, which is a crazy thing. I I, I follow along the MCU and 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 I, I listen to whatever um, whatever stories you have to tell me from the comics. 
I just want to see the story that's unfolding in front of my eyes and and enjoy it. And then if I have questions, then I have you to fill in the gaps, which is great. <laughs> so um, w- what about you? Was this episode as good as, as I'm selling it to you? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, absolutely. I, I felt like it was definitely the best, you know, like we talked about of, of all the MCU series so far. Um, which is great. You know, I think there was some questions after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, right? Mm. Um, even though I still enjoy the show tremendously, uh, there were definitely problems. And it felt like this series so far, I don't see any huge issues that just really jump out to you that makes it less enjoyable mm. or um, takes you out of it a little bit. Um, not, you know, there's no Sharon Carter as a power broker BS so far. <laughs> Although we do have two episodes to go, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, they don't they don't mess up the landing because uh, you know that's been one of the tougher parts uh, for these shows, which is sticking the landing. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. uh, one thing I'm actually enjoying about these sh- this show is the music, and that's something I don't like. That normally, doesn't get talked about, but mm-hmm. man, the music, the score, oh, it's just fantastic, and. And, you know, the I watch the credits every single episode because it's just that theme is just one of my favorites of all the MCU themes. Um, I, do, do you know who, who who the composer, what she did before, what she was known before doing Loki? What, what, like, she was known for on the Internet? I don't think so. She hmm. was known for the person who pelted eggs on national television in the UK at uh, Simon Cowell. <laughs> okay all right so that she was playing that was yep. that was her her uh her claim to fame and her internet fame yeah but uh you know she was she was able to find this gig and boy she is fantastic and i hope she does movies because oh my gosh the the way that she crafts these different motifs is just phenomenal yeah yeah question do you think we'll see sophie in the larger mcu I think so. I mean, I think it'd be a waste if they just kill off her character, you know, at the end of this series. Um, I guess it depends on the actress. You know, she wants to do more of this character, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like Marvel doesn't let you get so invested in a character just to kill them off. At least not immediately. Eventually they kill them off and break your heart. But right. you gotta, you know, have more time with them and then it hurts more. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, do you have anything else to add? No, I just I think it's 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 fantastic. Like you know, we talked about with um, representation, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so you have two LGBTQ characters who are taking center stage in this in this show, and uh, I think it's it's awesome. Um, I will say I do hope that we get an Asian American Loki variant sometime in this show. That is something that's been very light on, you know, Asian American representation. Hmm. Um, so. Is, cool is there see. is there some is there <laughs> is there something in the canon that uh, that goes there? A kid Loki looks has kind of Asian American or Asian features. I don't know if he was Asian in the comics. Like I said, I didn't follow that run, oh, okay. so I'm not too sure. But, okay. uh, but they didn't go that direction with mm-hmm. this character. So, uh, but let's talk briefly about the Shang Chi trailer. Which did we talk about that in the last episode no. already? Or no, no, no. Okay. Wow. I mean, just wow. Okay, I am right. blown away. I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I've only seen okay. the teaser. 
Okay, you haven't seen the second one. I haven't seen the second one, and I, I refuse to watch it because I don't want to know anything else. But go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Keep right. going. Well, I don't want to ruin it for you then. I don't know how much we can talk about, but if you ever do see the trailer at some point after the movie, the very last shot has some characters that we're familiar with coming back. So that's really cool. But that's not the coolest part. It's, it's, I think it's just about seeing, you know, Asian American faces and, and Tony Leung and oh my God, like it's just phenomenal. I can't wait for that. Okay. And before that we have black widow this weekend. Yeah. Which is insane to say after the year that we've gone through (laughs) and, uh, and so, yeah, I've got, I finally got movie tickets in my hand. So we're on my phone, at least I'm pretty excited to finally be back in the theaters. Yeah. Um, so it'll be, it'll be awesome. And it seems like the reviews say it's going to be a good one. Yeah. So, yeah, I think so. Uh, worth waiting for. I think that's the common theme I'm hearing. So yeah. that'll be exciting. Well, well, I've heard that, uh, Florence Pugh is fantastic in, in the movie. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, and she's supposed to be set up as the successor to, you know, Scarlet's yes. character. So yeah. Yeah. I think that'll I mean, be that's, exciting. That's the rumor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know what? Something I did forget to to talk about for Loki is, mm-hmm. and you touched upon it briefly, was that Nexus um, event that they created when they when they touched hands. Yeah. So they they are they falling in love, or is it just Loki who's falling in love? I think it might just be Loki, but that eventually might be reciprocated at some point, which would be fascinating <laughs> it's so low-key fall in love with yourself <laughs> it's it's curious to me the way that they've been able to take this character and flip it around by by basically doing to him what he did to other people right like i said in the beginning he he has been lied to from from the start and he he uh he has been tricked He's yep. the, he's the god of mischief and tricks and the whatever, yep. and and now he's it's 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 done on him, and he's been humbled by it. Um, having yeah. having Lady Sif come back and do all that uh, uh, re- repetitive thing, um, humbled him. He's been able to come to grips with all the nasty things that he's done. Yeah. And, and he actually explains to us why, why he did it. Mm-hmm. Um, it sort of breaks this character and at the same time builds, builds him up again uh, for that final scene. I, right. I, I, I think, I think that's, that's one of my favorite parts of, of this show is the way that they have been able to craft this story with a character that we know and we've seen for so many movies and then just flip it around and give us a different mm-hmm. perspective on him and um, build layers on top of him right. too. Like, you know, they're already doing that when they were going into Thor Ragnarok, right? You finally see Loki um, kind of embrace the, the Odinson, you know, mm-hmm. name. Um, but then obviously he dies off and he's like, Oh my God, what a shame. And so you're finally seeing that progression of what would have happened had he not been killed by Thanos. Um, and I think it's very interesting and, and something I've only really thought about now, which is if you think about it, the TVA has been making sure that 
every single timeline or every single every single Loki has been a bad and b underachieving hmm. because of some grand plan that these time you know timekeepers uh, need for, for for to happen in order for to maintain whatever goals that they have. They need Loki to be like this, right? Yeah. And so they've been preventing him from being better than what he could have been. And and so it's we are seeing like the best version of Loki possible, if you will. Um, and it will be it'll be so so rewarding, I think, for him to finally take down whoever the heck is behind it. Yeah. Although I don't know. There's a theory. Have you have you you haven't read any theories? No. So that you don't read this stuff anymore. No. Come on, give it to me. So there's a theory that the ultimate power behind the timekeepers might be a Loki. Wait, what? Yep. So, so, wait, wait, wait. so one of the ones that we saw in the closing credit scene or maybe not, but maybe, maybe not, but a version of Loki who wants, who needs to, make sure that time progresses in this certain way so that he can become, you know, ruler of the world or and all that and 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 um and maintain his power, he created the TVA in order to make sure that happens. Uh-huh. But that'll be I, I don't know that'll be true. It'll be interesting if it is, but Yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you right off the bat, I don't love that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how yeah, hmm, I don't know. I'm not feeling that. Yeah. I can I can see how it can come to that. And if it does, I'm probably not going to love it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um but another theory obviously is that, you know, this character Kang the Conqueror uh which we talked about before, you know, this major supervillain yeah. on the level of Thanos in the comics, he mm -hmm. might be behind all this. Yeah. Which would be much more exciting, I think. Yeah. Um but we'll see. But it's, it, it's like you said, I can't see them going the Loki route, right? They call the show Loki, and we see these different versions of Loki. Yeah. And finally, you realize, oh, Loki is the ultimate villain to himself. But we'll see. All right. Maybe maybe they could do it in a way that pays off better than me just talking the way that I'm saying it now. Because yeah. obviously, it doesn't sound that great. <laughs> yeah. Well, up until now, they've been able to, to, um, to write a, an interesting storyline. Yeah. Um, something that makes sense. Uh, some something that makes this crazy world make sense. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, we'll just wait and see. We'll just wait and see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Right. Hopefully, we won't be disappointed. I won't be as disappointed as I was with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I'm excited for this show. I again, if, if people out there, if you are not watching this show, you are really missing out because this is. I think this is what um, the Marvel TV shows were supposed to be. Just crazy. Give me crazy. Give me give me comics that I can only read about and just show them to me uh, on TV. Mm -hmm. Right. These are not movies. They are tied to this universe, but they're not. They're not movies. Um, they're a different animal, and I think Loki has been has been straddling that line really well. I think. Yeah. All right. I would say it's a show for not only Marvel fans but sci-fi fans as well. Exactly. It's a really nice introduction. Granted, once you get introduced, you have to watch you know twenty three movies, but. <laughs> <laughs>
and two series. But yeah. I, I think, I think the the show works on its own. Mm-hmm. I, yep. I, I don't think you necessarily have to have watched every single. You need episode. a little bit of backstory, which I think the show does give you. But um, like obviously, the moments that Loki revisits in episode one would be more impactful if you watch those movies. Mm-hmm. So maybe like the later Phase Three movies with Loki. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. All right, JC. Let's wrap this up. Where can people find you on social media? Um, on Twitter at Jerry JC Chang. You can find me right there. All right. And you can find us on Twitter at Media Review Pod. That's Media R E V U E Pod. And you can send us emails with questions, comments, and suggestions to Media Review Pod at gmail.com. Or you can just leave a voicemail by calling 407 603 5847. Please, please don't forget to subscribe to our feed and rate and review the pod with five stars. JC, I'll talk to you again. Maybe for Black Widow. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but we'll definitely talk about episode five and six coming up in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. All right. And to all our listeners out there, try to keep your heads on before anyone slices it off with a mystical time machete. But above all else, don't forget to breathe. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.